welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. French comedy may not have translated to the Americans this week as the French queens partook in two big drag race challenges, but it was the elimination of the front runner that took us all by surprise. It's time to talk all things drag race France and joining me is my favorite little baguette with an F, Jeremy. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing great. How are you? I wasn't going to say, I'm good, but I wasn't going to say that word, but we all know what I meant. We all... We all know it. We all knew it. I knew what it meant. I knew it. I caught it. <laughs> oh, man. Friends, we're still trying with the pronunciations. We're going to get there one day. Um, I had a very, very, very gracious uh, listener reach out to me and offer help, and I will be taking you up on that. Um, but And even the references, this week was hard for me. Um, I'm sure this episode was much better if you understood French culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I think that's, yeah. I was watching it and I was like, ooh, what is this? <laughs> but that being said, I, I did some research and there are some fun things that I learned. Uh, these the, some, of, some of these characters are fascinating creatures. Um, and we're we're going to discuss them. But first off, four episodes in, how are you enjoying Drag Race France? You know, I'm enjoying it. Um, again, I think it's it's a little bit of a challenge to like keep up with references and jokes that yeah. they make while reading subtitles and also trying to pay attention to what's going on. Now, with Amanda Massacre, she's like, yeah, it's the romance language. You should be able to pick up on some things that you know from Spanish. I'm like, no, 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 no. It sounds different. I can't pick up with it. And the French speak much faster. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm like, that's not, a, that, that, that's, that's a lot of words for one sentence. Because even like just tracking the translation on the subtitles, it's like you, that just went by very fast because that's how fast they talk. Ah, uh, but I'm still enjoying it. I love Nikki. I love this cast. It's a fun cast. It is, and all like, and they're all bringing their own personalities to the show, exactly. which I really enjoy. All right, well, let us dive into it. The queens arrived to see the mirror message from La Brioche, which thanks them for welcoming her with so much love. They discuss how nice her journey was and how she showed them who she is while representing her community. So is going to wipe off that mirror message and they're all just loving her ass. Because why not? Is that what happens to you? All the time. Like I can't bend over to go to the, get something from the bar without someone being like, Ooh, look at that ass. And they're like, Oh, it's yeah, there. It's like, mm, I got my drink. <laughs> I leave. Uh-huh. And guess what? That's it. That's all we're going to get out of the segment. Um, I guess there's just so much content to get through that we're just moving right along. We're doing like the uh, obligatory mirror message moment. And that's it. Uh, there's no more like discussion of Libra, La Brioche and how impactful it was, you know, that she was a trans contestant. But no, no, no. So is ass and out. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um, it's the next day. And these coordinated entrances, these bitches are literally playing a squid game. Only no one dies. I'm used to red light, green light with 
uh, someone who gets killed. And by someone, I mean how many people get shot in that first episode? 100 to 100? Well, yeah, <laughs> lots of them. Lots of them. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Squid Game, what the fuck are you doing with your life? It's been out for what? Almost a year now? Yeah, a whole year. Um, yeah. Well, you're in the middle part of the season. Your place in the competition is precious. But someone knows that she was on the bottom of the pack, but she still showed that she's a worthy contender. Is she the lip sync assassin of the season? I think she is. Like, you know, it's 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 so odd that we were like, oh, they're they're the lip sync assassin, knowing damn well, and in, for all drag race lip sync assassins, how many times they've been in the bottom and then survived. But I'm right. just like, hmm, I don't know. I feel like it may, if you know, Solo were to go in the bottom again for a third time i think and if she won that then i'd be like that's lipstick assassin right there yeah it's like cameron michael syndrome <laughs> even though cameron michael should have gone home but well that's a whole different discussion i was about to say like priyanka the question mm-hmm. <laughs> priyanka she got a crown the real lipstick assassin <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well cam wanted to win the ball so she's very happy um I'm just going to say, I after going through Cam's Instagram, I can't get old Cam out of my head now, uh, especially seeing the roots showing. Wait, what? Ooh. Mm. Jeremy doing so. Mm. She not, she's not mm. a blonde. She is a brunette. Um, and the amount of LASIK surgery she's had on her entire body. That bitch was a hairy little twink. Um, but yeah, she was a brunette. And very different Cam. Very, very, very different Cam from the past. Damn, now I want some LASIK. <laughs> and also, um, those drawn-on brows are just getting bigger and bigger um, in these uh, entrances. So, like, not necessarily in a good way, but maybe we should have this consistency writer there, like, on set being like, okay, this is how big your eyebrow was last time. Keep it that size, because at some point, it's going to be your entire forehead. <laughs> She's like, we're going um, to fill. We're going to fill. <laughs> we're going to fill. Um, but also that haircut, it will hide a lot. So would you ever do a haircut like that? I don't think that's my aesthetic. No, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't have the right head shape for that. No, you're not a little French boy. No. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Cam believes she's starting to scare her sisters, and she thinks it's bitter as she's going to be going all the way. Um, and that was the moment in the episode. It's like, okay, interesting. We're focusing on Cam in this way, but ugh, she's safe. It's Cam and you. So why would she go anywhere? Whoop. All right, well, the cock sounds, and it's time to see our girl, Nikki. And, you know, it's still four episodes, and I'm so- still not used to the cock. <laughs> what would you do if that was, like, an alarm? I would not know how to react, like, legit respond. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> I'm going to message MIT and tell them to make that the alarm at the school. All right, when it is lunchtime, that's the, that's the, yeah. Yep, there it is. All right, they make a little song and dance to the cock sound, and little uh, Big Bertha thinks they would do the same if it was the beep of a truck. What kind of sound effect would you like to dance to? We have a, we have a cock-a-doodle-doo. We have a uh, we have a beep beep beep. What's the Jeremy dance? The ice cream truck jingle. The New York City ice cream truck jingle. <laughs> yeah, They're right there, right there. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you someone who every time you hear it, you just run down the stairs and, and say, here you go. Money. Yeah. Ice cream. I used to be like, okay, back in the day when like dollar, it was a dollar in the ice cream truck. Right. And now it's like, oh, you want like vanilla with sprinkles? That'd be like $5.50. You're like, what? Yeah. I want ice cream now. That's what I'm going to do later. 
on the screen. All right. Well, Nikki arrives, and once again, she looks so good in and out of drag. She's just so casual, and it works for her. She, she don't need that suit like everybody else. No, she's, like, coming in, like, you know, she was like, I think she knows who she is. She's the host. Yeah. And she was like, I don't got to impress nobody because I'm here. Exactly. Now, whether we needed to fill time or just make things uncomfortable, Nikki said that they needed to run a check to see if they have any weapons on them. So a sexy hunky pit crew member comes out with metal detector to give them each a full body check. Though I'm sure you wouldn't have mind if he gave you a body check and a cavity search. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, this this is this must happen on the show. Like they all get very horny. It's the isolation that they're in, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a shirtless man who wouldn't get a horny, a, a, right. attractive man. Oh boy. Well, why are we doing this? Well, it's because it's time for a reading challenge. Because reading is what fundamental. Oh. It's a word that they all apparently had to learn for the English confessional here. They all just said it in a montage, and I was like, "This is just a little awkward." Are you trying to like relate to this show? Like, what what is fun? What's the word fundamental in in French? Please, someone help me. Um, we're going to attempt to go through the reads. Now, either the translations were bad or the French are just mean. Mm-hmm. Either or, because, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> mean. They went in. Um, but before we begin, I would like to try my hand at a, a read. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, boy. I'm ready. All right, you ready? Jeremy is so sweet and kind and beautiful, but you're the pickiest motherfucker I've ever met. I don't know what's harder to find, a suitable man for Jeremy or a freaking monkeypox vaccine in New York City. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Can I try another one? Go right ahead. All right, Jeremy is my favorite little pocket gay. He's like the Puerto Rican Leslie Jordan. Tiny, loud, and vanilla is all hell. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> And that, my friends, is a reading challenge from me to Jeremy. Did you like those? Did you enjoy this? I did. Wow. <laughs> so you got burnt. You're a little burnt. Just a little You're bit. A little crispy. A little bit. I, I think yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the shade uh, a lot. <laughs> now, now speaking of monkey pox, pox vaccines, listeners, if you are in New York, there's an easier chance to get them. Um, sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Uh, I secured <laughs> mine. Do it a little better. I secured yeah, when are you mine. Getting it? Uh, I'm getting mine on Wednesday. Um, good, good, good. Uh, maybe you'll meet a man there. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, um, like, oh. I'm shocked this monkey pox vaccine line has not turned into, like, the dating game. Truly. I, I'm just... You know, we all... all of, I mean, this is just a side tangent. I know we all got to make our money in nightlife. Um, and for folks who work in nightlife, I am just like, I am not stepping in there. No one until I get some, some shots yeah. in me. <laughs> or you just wear a hazmat suit. Right. Every club. Just cover everything. Just cover everything. Be a bubble. <laughs> All right. Let's dive into this reading challenge. Berta on Paloma. Well, we call her Pala or Papita. She's a great director, really. But luckily there's drag or you'd spend your life as an extra. And by the way, the role of the culinary critic in Ratatouille was excellent. Double whammy. Double whammy. Um, the Ratatouille one was really funny and really true. Um, but the extras, like, is she, is she that, like, behind the scenes? Do we not see her? Is that what we're trying to say? Right. Mm-hmm. 
Berta on Lalita. You bring us all the flavors of Latin America between banana split and spicy flavors and a little too spicy. It's good when you eat, but later it's diarrhea. Mean. Oh, Lalita gives you the shits. Mm-hmm. Berta on Ellipse. Ellipse is like a sneaky little fart. She's quiet. She's violent. Hey, maybe the French do smell. I don't know. I, I mean... Mm. <laughs> Cam on Paloma. Before we begin, I wanted to say that I'm very happy to be here surrounded by so much talent, so much diversity. And thanks to you, Paloma, we have one more. Redheads. I didn't get it. They didn't get it. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, same. Was it supposed to be like a blonde joke? But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, it was very strange. Um, Cam on La Grande Dame. She's tall, she's thin, she's beautiful, and she's out. It's nice to be nice a hanger. <laughs> Fine. Lolita on Berta. You've seen that girls who are chubby and loud are already gone. Be careful. You're next. Observational, but mean. Uh-huh. Lolita on Paloma. A creature so beautiful in drag, you wonder why you have more work in drag than as a dude? Because of this, as she holds up a mirror. Mean. These, 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 these reads. The uh-huh. Fr- I think the French are mean. Point blank, period. Yeah. <laughs> Ellipse on Lolita. It was foolish to take a Lady Gaga Transformer to retire. That's what it said on the subtitles. I don't know what it meant. So someone, please help me with that one because it did make did not translate. Ellipse on La Biberta. La Velodiva. I mean, big La Biberta. You have drag in your blood. Too bad there's bad circulation. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. I like that one. Um, that was, that was, that, clever. New. We haven't heard that one. Ellipse on Paloma. Hold on to what I'm about to tell you. Oh, 62575 bleep. Call me. She gave her a number. You mm-hmm. know what? That's forward. I like that attempt. She said, I'm shooting my shot now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out if this love story is going to blossom or if it's going to die. But first, the Grand Dame on Paloma. You look tired right now. You've got so much ass head that at your last PCR test, they diagnosed you with clot. Calorical cancer. Okay. Um, first off, what's asshead? Yeah, yeah. Wrong person. <laughs> Producers, whoever is translating this for you, like ask them to look it over beforehand. I don't know what asshead is. I mean, I feel is it butt or I, getting head? What is it? I feel like the production crew were like Google Translate, we're gonna copy and paste. Literally. <laughs> La Grande Dame on Lolita. It was really great casting. You did an amazing job. We've got Soa Lacajena for the POC representation. That's great. We got La Bigbeta for the Beard Queens. Great. We got Lolita for the Oompa Loompa. Shade. <laughs> uh, she is a bit orange. Uh, just a bit. Just a bit. She's a bit orange. All right. La Grande Dame on Nikki. Nikki doll, you must be happy. A French woman will finally win Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Very mean. Paloma a la Big Berta. Since you're named after a World War II cannon, I imagine you're still coming with your cannonball, so it amused. Mm-hmm. Um, again, here's another one that uh, Google Translate didn't really help me out a bit. But Paloma a la Grandam. 
one and ten of legs like the Eiffel Tower, the most visited monument of France. Is it supposed to be her height that they're referencing in the about the legs, or or, or what was it? Maybe it's a meter. I don't know. A, a meter, uh, maybe, maybe. All we know is she's a slut. That's the joke there. Paloma on cam. You're so cute. I want to pick on her, but sh- her surgeon already taking care of that. Funny, funny, cute. Paloma on her lips. Honey, thanks for your phone number. I'll tell you something in a language you can understand. Sashay away. And there goes the romance. Oh, poor girl. How how embarrassing to be rejected on national television on not I mean, a dating show. Right. I wonder if they went in the back. I don't know. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's a gate. As we said earlier, it gets very lonely out there. I'm, now I'm curious. I'm invested in the story. Mm-hmm. So on literally everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race Lookalikes, American version. In the role of Nicole Page Brooks, Paloma, you're so beautiful. You've been here longer than she is. It's not that bad. Cam, you're as white as an ass. You make me think of Casper. But not just that, my little Cam. You also make me think of Pheromone. Here, you have a bit of the same thing she does. You inspire me a lot. Okay? Ellipse. Eclipse. It's coming together. Our Aiden Zane of the season. At least you're still here, too. We like that. Is she just saying names, or what's the comparisons here? This is not good. It wasn't. This could have been very funny. There were, like, so many opportunities where they could have just, like, made jokes, and I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just say names. You just say names. Yeah. But so I'm Berta, and you know I'm not going to. You're my sister. Berta, I'm not going to sell you out. I'm not going to get all fat phobic, but will you be able to pay me back for the sofa you ruined when you sat on it? <laughs> they're sisters i guess they're allowed to have that kind of uh jokes like that but damn this was mean mm-hmm. very after a very odd reading challenge the winner is la Biberta. uh i guess that checks out it was the probably the funniest of all of them it was like hands down compared to everyone the funniest now for this week's maxi challenge we're doing a double whammy of big drag race challenges it's a snatch game uh as usual they have to embody a celebrity with one goal make them laugh and joining them to play are eurovision star Bilal hassani and a comedian berger karif um are you familiar with either i am not all right i know who Bilal is because um thankfully i love eurovision but also eurovision song contest story of fire saga um, if you've not watched that movie, go please watch it. It's one of my favorites. In the song along, Bilal is in the um, the scene where they have all the people, uh, former contestants, sing the little um, montage of songs. It's really cool. Um, Bilal's fun. Bilal is is a is a fun character. Um, also, they were on the French version of Dancing with the Stars, and they were the first same sex couple on the show. So they famous, famous. <laughs> they famous. Yeah, they very famous. All right, let's get into the Snatch Game prep and see what the gals are going to do. Ellipse will be taking on Chantelle Ledesso, who is a French comedian. Are you familiar? No. Nope. 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 La, La Grande Dame will be doing Alexandra Rosenfeld, a.k.a. Miss France Elect. She was apparently mocked on TV shows when she was elected Miss France. Um, I'm not sure if elect is the same as, like, one because um, I, I feel like it's some sort of like pageanty type thing. Maybe not. Maybe I'm completely wrong here. 
because um, if we elected winners of pageants, I think we'd have a little, a little <laughs> different results. Um, but yeah, she seems like a very, very pretty young woman. Uh, Soa was originally thinking of doing either Aya Nakamura, who is a French pop star, or Flange from Fort Boyard. So we're going to break this down a bit. Uh, Fort Boyard is the most popular French adventure game, which features physical or com- comical challenges, fantastic characters, frightening animals, cult sequences, and mysterious rooms. Um, so kind of like the adult version of Legend of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, but with actual tigers. Like literally, there's actual tigers. Angels. And this lady is the <laughs> lady has a whip and stands with the tigers in the tiger cage thing. Um, so dangerous. <laughs> like I watched a clip and like they put them in this like caged boxcar type thing, and they have to drive through this room with the tigers in it, and like the tigers literally jump on top of this like cart. Um, it's weird. I think there's other versions of it, and like uh, insane. Um, but also like it looks like a fun show. I'm here for it. I'm happy to see a clip. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a lot on YouTube. I can tell you that. Uh, so is going to prefer to do Philandra because she is a blank slate and you can see her turning tiger heads and they don't know what she talks like because she doesn't talk on the show. Berta will show Cam some glasses and she's like, it's someone old in French. And Berta's like, well, yes. Jean-Pierre Coff, who was a French television presenter and food critic. Uh, she's got the glasses, the red jacket and the voice. She thinks this is going to be simple for her. Simple's not always the best way to go. Not off that game. Mm-mm. Cam and Berta will turn to Paloma to ask who she's doing, and she responds, she's active. And they all crack up, and I'm like, what happened? Is, did, did, did we lose the wording translation? Is she, what, was she talking about sex? Like, what was happening here? Um, but she'll be doing Fanny Ardant, who is a well-known French actress. Um, I'm not sure in what realm she's the American version of what kind of actress, but she seems very classic. Um, So we'll see. We'll find out. Nikki's going to arrive to go through their choices because that's a thing that they do on the show. Paloma joins Nikki and Nikki's like, so you're a great actress of season one. And that's no pressure whatsoever. Um, Paloma shares she's doing Fanny Ardant and Nikki is like, so else who do you have? Like, what else you want to do? And we know that's the cue from... Rue, where it's like, don't do that, do something else. Yeah. Um, her other choice is Rajan and Bachelot, who is a French politician. She does the voice and it does get Nikki going, but she wants her to do it. And Paloma's like, but I don't wanna. Now, I don't know if Nikki has the same hold over uh, the queens as RuPaul does, but I'm just gonna say it now. I think maybe Paloma got robbed this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could have been, I mean. Is it because Nikki was mad she didn't pick her pick? Right. <laughs> Miss Nikki, you got some splaining to do. Cam arrives with Brown Bob, and Nikki knows it's Marielle Mathieu, who is a classic French singer. But how is she going to make her funny? Nikki is afraid that with that choice, she'll already be in control of the character. She wants her to get out and be vulnerable and have fun. Damn, Snatch Game can really be the kiss of death for people. It really can. It really can. Like Cam knows. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like, you know, the amount of Snatch games that we've watched mm-hmm. right in Drag Race uh, history. It's like, damn, you do the wrong thing. Oh, you're over. You're done. And you absolutely could be, you could be excelling at everything. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. 
Cam knows that Marielle is not the funniest character, but she thinks she'll give her depth and substance to make her fun. Um, says everyone who thinks they're an, an actor. Lolita comes to Nikki with a wig and a Louboutin in the head and a nasal prosthetic to do Rosie de Palma, a Spanish actress. Are you familiar with Rosie de Palma? I am not. Didn't we didn't didn't we talk about the um the Alma Devor um actresses from the runway from Drag Race España too? That's the episode you were on. It's yeah. all tied together. Now you got to yeah. watch all those movies. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> meanwhile, Alitza has no idea who are any of the other characters in the that the competitors have picked, so she's not going to be able to bounce back on their jokes. Um, which I found very interesting. I really wanted to know a little more of like why Lolita didn't know this. Is it because she's only been here X amount of time? Does she not know French culture? Like, what is it? So I feel like even if I were to move to a new country, I'd probably pick up on the pop culture at least a slightly bit. A little bit. Just not a little bit. bit. I mean, yeah, just like, yeah, when you're like, especially if you're going to live there, right? You're going to be like, I need to know what, what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, again, if you're applying to to Drag Race and you know Snatchkin is going to come to a little pop culture history. Like, if you American queens, if you're going to ever go on Drag Race, hire me and I'll help you with pop culture. I'll help you. I'll, it'll be great. It'll be so much fun. I love pop, pop culture. Or you can just listen to Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up every Saturday on Block Talk. So much you fun. said advertisement. Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this, one, this week was so much fun. I got to rip apart uh, Leah Michelle. So much fun. You know, that drama be drama me. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Well, Ellipse and her Chantel let us so wig. And Nikki's like, oh. Ellipse dives into the voice. I don't know what she said, but it was actually quite funny. I enjoyed what her characterization was. Her fear, though, is that she won't be good at improvisation, as she's not the strongest at that. She will have to stay in character and just try to bounce back. And you know what? That's the game. You have to just explore and try Mm-hmm. So is turned with Nikki, and she shares that she's doing Philandra. And Nikki loves a concept to do someone that doesn't have a big media footprint, so you can explore. Um, I just hope this doesn't mean this is going to be the new trend for queens and be like, I'm going to do someone who you don't know, and then it's not funny anymore. Well, yeah, I, I mean, we've seen that before where, where folks pick like TikTok stars, and you're like, I don't know who mm-hmm. that is. And they're like, and then judges are like, or a little mm-hmm. robot, Gia. Right. <laughs> GG. Um, my big bear tip. Her glasses are here and she jumps into character and Nikki is hysterical until she's like, that's a risk to do. I wish she just would have said, don't do a man. That's what I wish she would have said to her. Yeah. Because um, we didn't even learn what her backup option was. We didn't. We didn't. But Berto knows that Koff is an emblematic character who is still relevant. La Grand Dame tells Nikki that Alexandra Rosenfeld has a slightly sharper voice than she does, and Nikki tells her she can be a funny woman from the South, but will she be recognizable to the audience? No. The answer is no, but that's up to La Grand Dame to make it work. <laughs> it's the fact they're like, it, it's just the fact that they're like, mm, will anyone catch on it? No, but make it work if you're going to do it. And you're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I felt like this is just all this whole episode was just like a weird setup for something to come. And I was just not happy with it, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's time to get on to the Snatch game. And like Drag Race Italia, 
things are a little weird here on Snatch Game. No, they're not going to make up their own rules like they did in Natalia. No, no. They're just going to do it on the set of the main stage. <laughs> Why? Do they not have a third studio to work in? Like, this is this is crazy. Their budget. <laughs> I... It really feels weird on the main stage. And that's how I felt with Drag Race Italia. I mean, that whole episode was a wild mess. But I don't know. I don't like it on the main stage. It doesn't feel like it's the game. They said, we improvising on this uh, this WoW Presents budget they gave us. <laughs> Literally. Um, speaking of things I do like, I like Nikki's pink blazer. May I have one? I love pink blazers. And I love pink. And I want Do you have it. one? No, I really, I have pink pants. I got to get a matching blazer. Okay, listeners, let's all buy um, Jeremy a pink blazer and a going away gift for Boston. Yes, you can Venmo me at. No. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right. Uh, we've got Berenger Grief and Bilal Hassini. Uh, they both look like they're having fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, also, Bilal's makeup. Why is she just not a contestant? Right. And by she, I know they call her, call them he, and that's. It's, they just like makeup. It's fun yeah. and dresses. All right, let's meet our celebrities. We've got an icon everyone knows from Fort Boyard, and Soya just stands up, gives an intense face, and I guess that's just funny enough in character because everyone is laughing. Um, when she is allowed to talk, she just goes off and she picks a character, and I think that was the smartest choice. She's like, I'm just going to be a fucking ass funny bitch. And I kid you not, and I'm running ahead of myself, I think she had one of the funniest characters on this episode. I agree. It was very well done. Um, very smart choice. How did she get from Foy Bayard? The same way Nikki does. In the back. <laughs> we love butt jokes. Next is Miss France and Miss Europe 2006, Alexandra Rosenfeld. And she's like a basic Barbie doll. She was asked how Genevieve de Fontenay the 89-year-old chairman of the board of Miss Francis, and she tells Nikki that they went to a restaurant not too long ago and she had to pee five or six times. I mean, same. And then she says, oh, wait, without leaving the table. Def not me. I have control. I, I don't have to pee at the table. <laughs> I have to pee so many times at night. It's just so miserable. I hate being old. That's going to be me in like 10 years. <laughs> Fuck you. Literally be 10 years. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, great cook. It's Jean Pierre Koff. Uh, he tells Nikki to shut up as there's an incognito investigating the turkey battery farm. What is a turkey battery farm? <laughs> Again, translation and execution, my brain went. <laughs> now, I tried to look up turkey battery farm France, and it, it just seems like perhaps it's more of a controlled farm as opposed to like a livestock farm where they're running free and happy i think maybe that's what it is i'm not sure so listeners help me out here um because i'm sure it'd be a lot more comical if we knew the reference all right one of the great stars of spain amusa almodovar and jean-pierre gautier it's rossi de palma uh what a look that was now, I know this woman has a schnoz, uh, but that was a choice. She's not good prosthetics, this Lolita. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She looks like oh. a witch. Was it on purpose? Question mark? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Um, singer and icon and similar friends, Maria Matu. Now, I don't speak France, but I can tell that Cam is just playing Cam. 
Yep. Yep. Cam was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. We're here. Yeah, Cam was Cam. <laughs> now we have French cinema legend Fanny Ardant. And wow, this was a transformation. I loved the exchange of her calling Nikki RuPaul, uh, being told it's Nikki, and then asking if she's gay anyway because she loves homosexuals and she would love to have been a homosexual. This was funny. This is what I wanted a snatch game. Mm-hmm. No, I was. Um, I, I was. I was dying. like, it was very much like Alaska's May West, mm-hmm. where it's this older woman, very classic, but funny as fuck. And finally, comedian Chantelle Dessou, who calls Nikki a little bumblebee. Um, I don't know if she nailed the voice as well as she did, but clearly she did because Bilal was cracking up. Yep, yep they were Hilarious. cracking up. All right, so the rules are they need to match like Tinder. So is Tinder sponsoring this challenge? Um, can I have free I think, Tinder gold, please? Well, I think Tinder is actually sponsoring like, I mean, all their mini challenge wins or even their grand prize. They are, they are. But I was just like, is this like the, the synergy that the sh- like main show needs to like match? Come on, Tinder, let's do it. Um, again, if anyone wants to give me a Tinder gold membership, please. I would, I mean, I have, t- I, I mean, I have my Tinder gold, but that's besides the point. I would have expected like Grinder to sponsor something before Tinder sponsored something. <laughs> it's true. Maybe Grinder expects too much at a drag race. Yeah, and who can who? Uh, I don't want to know what a grinder challenge on Drag Race would be. That would be, get rated X, I'm sure. Will you? They'd be like, "This is for people oh. <laughs> Yeah, literally. All right. First, uh, Berger. Her question is: You need to reinvent the French motto. With you, she becomes freedom, equality, and blank. She says sorority. Now, obviously. The French translation makes it a little easier, but that's what the question was according to the thingy. Uh, Philandra says, swallow. Always swallow. Is that how you live your life, Jeremy? One day at a time. A load uh-huh. of, just one load at a time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Alexandra says, easy, but there is nothing on her dry erase board. Why have do they have dry erase boards, first off? Certainly they have a budget for a cardstock. Right. This is how Italian did it too. They said again, look at that wild present budget. I don't know what they gave them. I don't know. Jean Pierre Koff says satiate, which means satisfy. He says it's important to finish a good meal with a little eclair, which he pulled out of somewhere and chows down. I gotta say, I'm not a fan of eclairs. I don't like that kind of cream. That's it's a different time. It's a the creamiest cream. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, not for me, but a like, cannoli. Like I, I know that's that's Italian. Give me a cannoli. Oh my god. Okay, I still haven't adjusted to like liking cannolis. Like I gave it a few <gasps> times. I know. Okay, sweetheart. There is a place in Boston called Mike's Pastries. They have the best cannolis, literally in America. So go to the North End in Boston and go to Mike's Pastries. That Jeremy's gonna put down his list. <laughs> and if you don't go before I come visit, we're gonna go. Okay. There it is. Rossi says Jean-Paul Gaultier. Now that is in character, um, but also that was literally the theme of week one. So hashtag cheating. <laughs> Life, liberty, Jean-Paul Gaultier. That was the, the, literally the theme. But you know what? If you make it work, you make it work. Mariel says Ariel Ole Ole, which I think according to Google Translate, which I put it in because it didn't give me on the, tra- on the screen, says Halo Ole ole. So maybe that's like her haircut, but I also think this was just a miss on the translation again. 
Yeah. I, I mean, when they said it, I was like, what, what's she saying? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Fanny Ardant goes with Gerard Depardieu, which is <laughs> funny. Uh, Nikki is like, that doesn't rhyme. And she's like, where am I? <laughs> this is comedy. This is why it worked. And Chantel says, don't fall, which she did last week. She fell into a hole. And I was like, I don't know what the story is, but that's funny. I'm here for it. All right. Next question. Balaz's question is, her hairdresser made a shock announcement. He's demanding hair wigs from blank. And Balaz says, Elizabeth II's corgis. Okay. Ferranger says, Father Faro's hair. And I found out who that character is. That is a character from Fort Bayard. And he is an old man with long beard and gray hair. Makes sense. Good answer. Alexandra says she doesn't know and she's been looking all day and hasn't found the answer. She took the kids to school and she's in the same class as them. I don't know who this person is, but apparently she's dumb. Right. Right. That's the character we're learning. Rossi has a problem. She needs to get her get needs someone to give her the fuck. Yes, that's what the subtitle said. But really, she needs the felt, aka new pen. Nikki asks her to give her an answer on the fly, and she says, "The pit hair of all." Eek! I know. So, first off, did she not like pause production and be like, "Hey, my pen's not working on the stupid dry erase board"? Was this a bit, or is she just this bad at snatch game? Did she like just quit? I think all three, all of the above, all of the above. Because I like, I mean, if your pen is not working, you would tell production, hello, I need a <laughs> right. Um, and also, again, it's like this wasn't it, like we'll discuss what happens to Lily to later, but um, maybe this was another moment of where she's trying to speak in French, do the game in French, but she's got Spanish on her mind, the translation's not going through, she's and then it's just it's becoming a tumble of this moment's not working, I'm in fight or flight mode, yeah. I mean. Even listening to them in throughout the episode, I mean, obviously, because you know I know Spanish, I'd be like, is that Spanish or French? Because that's, I don't know what you're doing right there. Yeah. Unfortunate moment for her. Mariel says the hair of Mylene Farmar. I don't get it, but she's just a Canadian born French singer. That's all I know. Um, Cam, come on, girl. I know. And Chantel says dog hair. It's a match. Bingo. She says bingo. I was like, that's funny. That's because it's a dog. Also, it's a different game. Yeah. And I like funny. Benajay's next question is, you need to work on Asterix's new album. Do you think it's necessary to save the gall? This is what the translation said. And I was like, this does not compute to an English sentence for me. So what are we doing here? Asterix the gall is a cartoon character. So maybe album was meant to be comic. Mm, yeah. Also, there is an asterisk theme, like themed theme park in France. Uh, so this is a big character that, again, just whoop, right over the head. Um, but sh- her answer, again, I'm not sure this is what it's supposed to be, says you have to take care of it. Because where's the blank? Where's the blank of the sentence? Um so again, help me, please. Nikki, help me. We're only going to get one answer or two answers. First off, we're going to get Fanny says caviar. Oh, it's caviar. When a woman stops ovulating, it's the last egg she'll have. And now she wants to party. I was like, go off, sis. You're fun. You're old and fun. 
I don't like caviar. Have you ever had caviar? Yes. Not. It's not for me. Oh. No, same, same. It's uh, off. It's off. It tastes off. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Chantel goes with a dream body. And still, with those answers and um, the question, I don't know what the question was supposed to be. For Bilal, the question is, for his engagement in, in uncharted territory, Afida Turner is going to discover the, going to the discovery of blank. Now, first off, Afida Turner. Are you familiar with Afida Turner? I'm not. I am Afida not. Afida Turner is a singer and the wife of Ike and Tina's son, Ronnie. Oh. Yeah, she crazy. Like, actually Google her or watch her on YouTube. She's a crazy person. Oh. Uh-huh. Jeremy going to be doing mm. that research. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And that's why Bilal says on the psychiatric hospital, because it makes sense. It was a funny fucking answer. Mm-hmm. Now, Philandra meows and then says Petit Robert. And Petit Robert is a French dictionary. So this person's crazy and dumb. Rosie says gazpacho because she doesn't know who Tina Turner is or anyone there. So she's hungry and wants gazpacho. And I was like, oh, Lolita's gone. She's, she's, she bombed Snatch Game. She really did. And then Chantel says the North Pole. She was there a month ago because she's a famous comedian, movie actress, but also now a singer. And Chantel sings Christmas. Um, uh, and she's going to sing a song called Little Santa. And Marielle says it's a copy of her own, which Chantel says she's doing it better. Funny. That's the back and forth we like on the show. And then she gets everyone to sing along, and that's on that. Um, are you ready for Christmas? Is it almost Christmas time? What's on your wish list this year? What is the middle list? A husband? No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a husband. Maybe a boyfriend. I don't know. Whichever comes first. L- literally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, seriously. Um, I don't know. I'm like world peace, world peace, maybe question mark. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Um, money, Jeremy loves money. Just give me money. There it is. There it is. All right, but as you guess, another one because the horror won't end. Scandal. Well, he was invited to the Queen Elizabeth birthday party. Stefan Baron was surprised by blank. All right, the answers we got here. Bergen gives a novel of not to know the middle name of the little first cousin of the great grandchild of the Duke of Westminster. I don't know what the joke was supposed to be, but great. Flange turns the tiger head like she does in the show, and she just says he ate fast food. Alexandra says fruit juice, but she didn't understand the question. And Nikki asks her how she became his friends, and she just says fruit juice question mark. Um, okay. Maddie Almatu says to get the croup filled. I don't know what this meant. And then she's like, no, no, cup. Cam was finished. Cam was done. Terrible. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Fanny Ardant says, pull yourself together. She goes on a tangent on how she's an adventurer and was Patrick Sebastian's mistress, then gives a monologue. And I wish I understood it, but she was very funny about what she was doing. And they all laughed. And that was the end of Snatch Game. And maybe it was funny, but I don't think it was meant for me. Nikki, help me. Yeah, I think. I feel like if you're a fluent French speaker, no French culture, this snatch game would have been like, oh, 
we get these references. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I was like, even with the subtitles, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it, it was it was very unfortunate. But what I will say is there were some really strong characterizations. And I think that's what my takeaway was, that there are some really good character actors in this cast. I agree. I completely agree. I mean, the way they, they were just like, I mean, for the folks that were strong in this episode, right, and in, in this game, they knew what to do when it came to like, no, people might not know who this is, but I'm gonna make it as if, you know, I'm gonna dramatize whoever hell this is. Exactly. And you want to know who they are. You you want to do the research to be like, okay, who is this person? Because they see cuckoo. Yeah, and that, that's what I enjoy about it. It's Elimination Day, and after another club and another club, they are back in the workroom. Uh, they're tired but motivated. Lips asks how everyone is feeling about the elimination, and the room goes silent. Cam says that it was nice to see Lips do well in Snatch Game. And I agree. It was very nice to see her yeah. do well. Then Berta calls out Lolita for being quiet. And this will set off a moment in the workroom. Like when I say moment, I mean, bitch was in her feels and this was a full telenovela mode. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. She said, I'm going to be the focus of this workroom session because I think I'm going home and y'all got to make sure the camera's on me. She said, story time, story time. <laughs> she sure did. She says she's okay, but she feels like she's not far from finishing her story on Drag Race. Now, I was like, come on, producers. This is heavy-handed, but boy, was I wrong. Back to this blind side. She shares. She is having a moment of loneliness, and Soa says that she understands that. She tells Lilia, though, that she's a cool person, but as soon as they say camera on, there is a weird feeling that she is always trying to get lines in. And when Soa asks if she is in her head, it strikes a nerve with Lolita, who starts to get emotional. She feels like Soa just told her that she's putting it on all the time, and that adds a layer of stress to her. Now she knows why the girls don't care for her and why she's thusly isolating herself. And of course, you don't want to talk to someone who is fake. Soa gives her a hug and says she is happy to see some flaws in Lolita. She shares that this human experience is hard. It exposes you and the things you don't like about yourself. She feels like she's alone. They tell her she's not. She tells them that she tries to join in and when they're laughing, but she always feels out of place. And Lolita is starting to question if she is in the right place. Now, obviously, we, we've seen the show many, many times. We know it's a pressure cooker. We know that it's isolating. Sometimes you're there with your friends. Sometimes you're the stranger in a strange land. But this felt weird. This felt very, very hard to watch because we haven't seen this experience out of Lolita on the show. Mm -hmm. She seems to be integrating and be fine with her placement in the workroom, but that's clearly not the case. Yeah, and I mean, as it like highlighted in, I mean, they highlighted in the conversation, right? That that struggle to like try to, you know, cameras on. Who are you, right? Tell me yeah. different. Um, and I think it's because we've also been seeing a different, like what the, what the producers originally had, uh, right. or have had in the first three episodes, very different from the experience that she had on this fourth episode, and she's probably like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and what's I interesting is like last week um, we uh, we were talking about how she was kind of made fun of uh, every time she mentioned that she was Mexican or whatever she did dance her. I guess that's how they were feeling in that moment because like for me it was like they're being kind of mean to her but they were actually just not getting her and feeling like her stories were repetitious and not genuine I guess. Mm -hmm. 
Berta says she's seeing something in Lolita as she is unveiling her humanity. She tells her that when she first saw her there, she thought she was obsessed with the competition. Lolita says that what so thought of her makes her sick because the image of they make of her is everything she hates. In truth, she is jealous and envies them because of their talent, so she is trying to get ahead with what she believes is the one skill she has. And of course, they're going to try to boost her up and tell her she's got more than one skill, uh, but the fear is getting the best of her here. Paloma says that they're half at the halfway point and whatever they need to do next they're going to do together they're going to do a group hug and that's sisterhood <laughs> this is rupaul best friend race <laughs> it sure darn is like i get it i understand being in a, a stranger in a strange land and again with lolita um she, she this is not her first language this is a different world for her so mm-hmm. it's extra hard and i i i envy anyone who can relate to her and and give her help and help her out here um uh, but i feel like at the same time they just they didn't connect with her so yeah we're gonna head to the main stage to see nikki doll wearing that promo look and i'm still fucking obsessed with it the colors are perfect her hair is beautiful i love her eyes she's just so stunning she's pretty to look at she's perfect she's beautiful <laughs> She looks yes, like she model. is. Move <laughs> over, Valentina. All right, we got Daphne Berkey, Kitty Smiling, Bilal Hassini, and that fucking dress. Obsessed. What an icon. She's like, feathers, I got you all covered. Right. <laughs> Category is morning after a night out. Um, and I feel like this hits very close to home for Jeremy. Very close to home. It's like an everyday thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is this was your runway. Um, you are a party animal. I am. I, was, I look so sweet and innocent, but like then you catch me outside. Uh-huh. Well, in honor of the runway and in honor of Jeremy, we are gonna play party animal or hungover. Right, I'm start ready. Off, I'm ready. We're gonna start off with the lips, look by lips, disco ball by Loki Boo Prince. I think this is a fun concept. Her disco killed her. I love showing a bit of that gory side of glam. The velvet cat suit, very 70s. The shoulder pads, very Bowie. The hair is right on. I thought this was a cohesive look. Could it have been more impactful? Sure. Is this what knocks her out of a top spot? You fucking bet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the the concept, though. I really love the concept. Yeah. Like, if she went even further with the gore, I think that's what would have made it better. But she just... She wanted to be pretty, and I appreciate her because we haven't seen her do full-on glam like this, and she looks her makeup was stunning. Um, but I needed more out of it. Like, just you can't just put a disco ball on your head with a couple shards, couple shards, and just like a little bit of red, red. Yeah, blood. I was like, I need it. I need that to be like, I need that dripping. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever been knocked out by a disco ball? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've been knocked out by other balls, but um, various uh-huh. balls, but not a disco ball. <laughs> I'm going to give this look a party animal. Party animal for me. Audience, 82% party animal, 18% hungover. Next up, La Berta. Look, technically by Berta. Um, we are going to discuss the conception of this look in a moment, but as a concept, I thought this was brilliant. I think there are quite a few homosexuals who should be sleeping in the trash after their wild nights out. Um, I think the garbage bag train was brilliant. I love the daring androgyny she's bringing with the bald head and the blazer. The pants are kind of hot. I, I really was a fan of this. I liked it to an extent. I feel like for me, 
there's just like some minor tweaks that I would have loved, right? To sure that could have elevated the look just slightly a bit. I would have loved those trash bags to go up even like just a little bit more. Those yeah, covering the. I, I wanted that to be the train. Literally, now um, we're gonna learn about how this was made, and I've, and once she when she said what she did is like, oh, so those are the trash bags from probably uh, the hotel room. That's why they're so small. Um, but Daphne says she recognized herself in the outfit as the walk of shame. Bilal says her makeup is magnificent as it raises her look and highlights the beard. Verita will say that she made the look last night. She had something else planned, but it was pretty simple. She spent the night grafting, chopping up coats, being helped by the girls. And Daphne says she's challenged herself in the competition and it's working. Kitty says there are finishing problems, but it's a post-night outlook. It's supposed to be living and he likes the story it's selling. He does say in Snatch Game, you can have a male character, but there needs to be a transformation. And he found her jokes to be on either. Nikki says in the workroom, she thought it was a role for her, but when she saw her skipping and controlling the character, it was not. All valid critiques. All valid, 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 valid. Um, we also didn't really discuss the look here for um, the Snatch Game. I just will, I just want to note one more time that she only had one weird eyebrow and the other eyebrow was hers. Yep. That was yeah. That was a look for snatch. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this look a party animal. Uh, party animal for me. Audience, fifty three percent party animal, forty seven percent hungover. All right, let's talk about Soa the Muse. No designers listed here. Is she just bad at social media? She's very bad at like posting pictures. Um, I mean, she, posts, she posts on her story. She doesn't really post on her. Bad girl. Bad girl. Help me out. Anyway, this is streetwear, and I love it. She is so amused, and she came to fight. I adore the hair. It's incredible. The beat, she literally is beat. So good. Sure, it's on the simple side, but it fits the brief, and this is exactly who Soa is. It When she walked out with this look, I was like, instantly, you're like, this person just came back from a night out at a rave or a party warehouse. And you're like, you know, they had a they had a blast. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really obsessed with it. And again, it's like bring your culture into your drag and make it art. And that's what this hair was. Mm-hmm. It really was. Oh, they're not appreciating her on this show. And I don't understand why. I don't get it. Kitty loves the look a lot. <laughs> He likes the details, the recollection of the print on the pockets and the buttons. Daphne says she likes the ring that says vagina. So it says it's an American fist. Ooh, that's an unfortunate timing for that one. Nikki says Philandra was a masterclass. She made them dream. I love this look, and it's a party animal. Party animal for me. Listeners, you're fucking awful. 59% party animal, 41% hungover. What are y'all doing? This, this was a look. This was a look. Don't be racist, people. Next up, Camu. Uh, hair by Christophe Mecca. Look by Mademoiselle Beau. Nails by Chloedan. This was a stunning work of art. Once again, Cam knows how to sell a garment. Obviously, this was made of sleeping bag material, turned into a stunning gown. The hair is exquisite. The makeup tells a story of falling asleep in face. The pinks and reds and burgundies are a wonderful color story. It is stunning. And I am shocked that she leaves the show in this. Like, how? Right. Right. This was a top look for me. 
point the makeup the brilliant the the brilliance of doing that messy ass makeup like that brilliant it's so good it's so good i just <sighs> Velas says her look is beautiful and complete look she says the external work is done but there's still internal work and they're like oh you say she's not ready for this Daphne says she really has the sense of fashion, but she has to find the characters. And Nikki says they are all of that opinion. They see her efforts, but they don't know if that's enough. Nevertheless, the look is fantastic. And I'm like, so basically they're telling you that you're not a genuine person. Mm-hmm. You're not a fully formed person. She's 22 years old, which is legit a thing. Um, were any of us ever fully formed at 22? Maybe me. Hey. Um, yeah, but this look exceptional will it make my um top look of the year list i don't know because she's got like three or four that could potentially be on there but it's a party animal it's a party animal for me audience 97 percent party animal three percent hungover youth one person it's fine it's fine it's not like I'm going to be calling out the person who booted two of the looks for um, All-Stars this week. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You booted them? Calling you out, Russell Zacker. Oh. All right. Looking on, Dom. No designers listed. Another one. Terrible posting shit on Instagram. So she's a condom, and that's jizz in her hair. And it's deeper than that, as she is promoting safe sex. I feel like it's mediocre i'm not enamored by it that being said the performance of herself edging herself and then spitting it was a story i got it um but i don't know if that's necessarily the story that she was saying or that the judge has made for her i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't for this look i really wasn't why because i wasn't either it doesn't give me i mean the fact that I had, like, you know, she had to explain kind of a story, a story needed explanation. Like, this, this gave me nothing. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know, like... If you are going to be a Raptor condom, that dress best be to your fucking ankles. You could you should bear, barely be able to walk. There should be, like, I should be seeing wrinkles up in there if it's a used condom. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there, there was slight. You could, you could tell that there was a little... Um something going on in that light latex but also if you're gonna do that like make your hair tell a story make it like splooge like like make it a thing make it like a make it like a wave or something i don't know kitty says apparently your outfit seems simple without too much research but people often forget that drag queens allowed us to pass political messages he says you have to say it to know it to pass the message of prevention and fight and the fight against aids i'm like what where did we get that? Daphne says Alexander Rosenfeld hasn't left her. She says the sense of humor, fashion silhouette, and the meaning of drama. She says she gave them a great art. And I say hungover. This is not art at all. Oh, yeah, hungover. Hungover. And the audience agrees. 37% party animal, 63% hungover. Let's talk about a robbery. Paloma, look by Francisco Terra, hair by Christoph Mecca. I am so angry. I get the story. The morning after a night out, it's in the papers. It's a scandal. And she's wearing it herself. I get the story. It makes sense to me. I see it. And I'm pissed that my dear friend Nikki Doll and friends don't care for it because they couldn't read it. That's on you, bitches. 
That being said, the garment is impeccable. The jacket is stunning. Fits her so well with the pink lining. Come on. And when she takes it off and we see the mini dress with the lace up, it's fucking sexy. Paloma was robbed. Oh, agreed. Agreed. This was so, I liked it because it was so different. Mm-hmm. And again, like, like the judges said, they couldn't read it. I was like, get better glasses. I don't know, wear glasses. Right. Is but like, this is definitely like, like this was the celebrity that ends up in page six. Like I get the story going on here. Uh, Nikki says she's brilliant, but if she reads what's written on her outfit as all the lines would describe her talent, except that she's too far away. She likes the trend. She's willing to borrow it, but here's her story. Didn't convince her. Kitty says her Fanny Ardant was in the big class. That's what they're waiting for in this challenge. He will say it was too easy for her. And I was like, what? You don't tell Alaska Snatch Game was too easy for her. You don't tell Jinx Snatch Game was too easy for her. If it's good, it's good. Yep. Daphne says she was phenomenal with her wealth of references and intellect. She seduced them. I agree. It's a party animal for me. Party animal. And Lalita Banana, uh, hair by Alice de Mercot. Look by, and don't tell RuPaul, H&M. I'm not kidding you. That's what it says on her Instagram. It's from H&M. No. So she's the mother of a kid after a birthday party. Uh, This is going to be you one day, I'm sure. I think it's very basic. She's done better. The execution of the dress is mediocre. And now knowing it's H&M, no shit, Sherlock. I think the only fun part was the glass and the wig. We love a moment like that. But was she drinking milk? What was in there? It looked like milk. It wasn't also executed. How did she blow up all those balloons? She got someone from production. No one. <laughs> yeah, literally. I just no. This was bad. It was, and like you can tell, you know, after you know disclosing it from H and M, right? And you look at the outfit. You're like, oh, girl, did she even do any alterations to make it fit her body? None. None. Come on, Charlie Banana, help your girl out. Um, Katie will ask her how her week was, and she says hard. She felt solitude, and after talking to the girls, she realized that she was alone because of herself. She feels like Lolita in Drag Race is like Lolita in France. That's why she ran away and wondered if her place was here. Daphne says this is her place. She loved her outfit as it told a crazy story. It was a real drag queen show. She recognized herself as a mother in the birthday days. Um, I want someone to throw me a birthday party next year. Someone, please. Someone. I didn't get my surprise birthday last year. So someone for age 36, I'll take a surprise party, please. Anyone? Anyone? Okay. I'll give this look a hungover. 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 Audience, what the fuck are you doing? 62% party animal, 38% hungover. Wow. How? Audience, how? Speaking of how, Nikki has decided that Ellipse is safe. What? Do you agree? No. I don't. No. The Grand Dame should have been safe. Yes. Now, maybe this is us Americans looking at it through an American lens of French comedy. It, I just did not understand Le Grand Dame in this episode whatsoever. Neither did I. Neither did I. Well, we go to Untucked Junior and we just see Ellipse just sitting there. How's her head? Well, she's talking to herself, so she must be going crazy. 
The girls are going to return, and Paloma says that Grand Dame is the winner of the week, and that her and So are on the top. Ellipse, not surprised by those results, but So believes that she put it all on the snatch game. Now, Cam doesn't think it works as she was apprehensive of this challenge. She says being funny without being yourself is hard, and her work didn't get the results. She's disappointed. For her, it's hard to get out of your comfort zone. She doesn't want to leave the show. She doesn't want to show uh, want to show that she can't show up and compete. The Grand Dame is sad, sad for Cam and Berta and scared for Lolita, but the competition is a roller coaster, which is true. Now, we know how the show works, right? Yeah, we've we watched do. it many times. Many, many times. We know that usually when you have a backstory for a, a, a character, it's usually peace out time. Yep, it's Up until this point, we have not had any backstory for Cam Hugh ever in four episodes. We know nothing about her aside from being good at drag, but bad at acting. Right. That's all we have. That's, That's all we have. That's all we got. Nikki was on something this episode. I don't know what you are on, Nikki. I love you. I don't know what you're on. She's not only going to give Le Grand Dame the win. She's putting Camilla Big Barta in the bottom two. What? First off, Lolita over La Big Barta. Easy. That should have been what it was. Or was it the sob story that got her saved? I think the sob story got her saved, but it's odd because, you know, we got the sob story and we know damn well that person going to the bottom. Right. And, like, again, I'm not saying that when you're on Drag Race as a contestant, you create the arc of the show and help the, the producers build a backstory. But it was... Lalisa literally said to us she felt like her time on Drag Race was ending. So she gave us this moment. So I think she thought she was done too. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked. Utterly shocked by these results. The Grand Dame winning was upsetting because I think Paloma did great. But if you're going to reward someone who has turned themselves around from two episodes into this, it's Soa. So, uh, so what I really think Sola deserves the win, point blank. Like, it was the perfect thing to be like, here is a comeback story. I did really bad these, these like past two, you know, whatever, being in the bottom. And I excelled here. I'm a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, I'm upset. I'm honestly upset because I'm not saying there's rigory because of this drag race. There's always going to be some little tweaking of storyline. I mean, watching All-Star 7, we know what's going to be happening next week. Like, we know the fuck Shea Shikule is going to win something and there's going to be another twist to help her out because you don't build this story up of I'm not going to get to the final and then bah, she's not going to get to the final. Of course, she's going to the fucking final. She's Shea fucking Kule. Um, We know what's going to happen. And I feel like this is what we're doing here where we're trying not to set someone up to blow it out a la Carmen Ferrala, uh, Envy Peru, but we're, we're still trying to make it somewhat even and this just doesn't compute because this was not the right time for the grand dom to win yep. last week would have been a better shot yep um yeah let's talk about it the song that they have to lip sync to is dj by dms i don't know what that sound song that song sounds like because the use of this lip sync was denied in the territory so it's been replaced by 
whatever they can find for free. It was the beats for me. <laughs> now, obviously, there's been rumors that the first season of Drag Race Thailand is not on WoW Presents Plus because they do not have the rights for the majority of the music from that season. That's what I've heard. Um, knowing that's a thing that the show deals with and the, fran- and the uh, company is going to deal with, how do we get this far not knowing that this song was going to be rejected everywhere but France? Right. Right. I'm just like confused. I was just like, it's on YouTube. I you can listen to it on YouTube. I finally heard what it sounds like. It's a fun um, late two thousands track. It's wild. They really did not. This person, whoever you know, the person the song belongs to. I was like, damn, you just lost millions of potential streams to your song only because we couldn't hear it. <laughs> or she got more because we're all like, what does it sound like? Right. That the either or the either or. But um, this was the first, and this, I hope it never happens again. Maybe it was I'm, uncomfortable. I wonder if it's like that, like you know, you know, for our like U.S. drag, um, right? Shows, if that ever happens to them when they're like, "Oh shit, we don't get the copyright to this." Well, international listeners, if you've never been able to hear a U.S. song on your drag race, please let us know because I'd really be interested to know that experience. Because this was just weird. I mean, you could faintly hear the song in the background. But this music that they put on top of it was terrible. It was. Now, based on what I saw, I was like, maybe this is close. Maybe this is going to be a double save. I don't know. Nikki, help me. Yeah, I don't think the person who went home should have gone home. Point blank. Mm -mm. Now, we're watching this. We don't know what the music is. You could have put it on silent and whatever happened, happened. But we're going to watch Nikki uh, Cam leave the stage. Why? Is she quitting? No, no, she's just got a wig change. Why didn't she do it on stage? That's the thing. I was like, why she left? Did she did she just pull a like, I'm not doing this anymore? That's what I thought. I don't know if it was harder to pull off or if there was an issue. She needed someone to help her take. I don't know what it was. But that's the whole thing of drag race and, and doing a lip sync on stage. You only have two minutes to save the world and save mm-hmm. yourself. You're off stage for like even 15 seconds. That's 15 seconds for the other person. Yep. I mean, even if it was like a, if I was in those shoes and I was like, shit, taking off this wig is going to take off, taking off this top wig is going to like also snatch out the bottom wig. My ass would have been like, great, we're taking both out. Yeah. I'm going to just use my hair. It's fine. Yeah. Well, in the most shocking elimination of the season, the biggest name in France, Cam Hugh is eliminated. La Begretta stays. Do you agree? No. I don't either. I think this was the latest time to go. Yep. I love her, but this was the latest time to go. She did not perform on the challenge or on the main stage. And to know that Cam Hugh, who probably was not going to win this season, is basically out at this point is 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 rough. We're denied a lot of great looks. Yep. And I can't wait to see those looks on Instagram. Yes. Now, I'm going to ask one little question. Now, obviously, there was a very similar story for a lot of people uh, when they announced Drag Race France. Everyone's initial idea was like, oh, my God, Cam Hughes is going to host it. Similarly, how Drag Race Down Under was like, oh, my God, Art Simone's going to host it. I'm not saying we're bringing back Cam Hugh. I'm not. That's not what I'm alluding to. Do you think this was a setup? I think it might have been a setup. I, it has to be. There's just there's, logically, it makes no sense. She was safe, high, high win or safe, high win. Like what? 
what is going on here? What what if you know Drag Race France season two happens? She then becomes a judge. Very possible. Um, now my other theory is if she wins, she wins. She's not going anywhere. But maybe this is a setup to get Cam on an international season, which I would not be mad at. Because give me Cam versus Sagittaria, I will take it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the battle I want. Because they are so similar in, as drag artists. That'd be so good to see. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. All right. I got some burning questions. Are you ready? Yes. What is Cam's legacy? Uh, I don't know. For me, I mean, obviously, for me, I think Cam's legacy is just being a great drag performer or a drag artist. I think that's her legacy yeah. for, for France. Like we knew who she is. Like everyone knew who, like when she was on the, like announced on the show, we like, all right, there's yep. this yep. Cam, right? So I think regardless, right. She also has, she is so also like outside of drag race France as a franchise now, right. She is, mm-hmm. she, she knows who she is. Absolutely. Um, she is the fashion queen. She will go down in Drag Race franchise history as one of the best runway artists the show has ever had. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. We have a girl group challenge next week. Who are you worried about? Uh, <laughs> I think it has to, it has to be it has to be Bertha, Liberta. I don't know. She's a singer. And that's what's that's why I'm like, maybe she might do well, but she's like, a, she's more of a bigger belter. I don't know how it's going to be on a pop song. I think we're going to have, uh, I don't know what their background is in, as singers, but I could see Lolita bombing and I could see Ellipse bombing because I don't, it doesn't seem like her shtick. Um, but that being said, I'm ready for some French pop music. French pop music is fucking wild. <laughs> Let's do it. It's party, party, party. <laughs> Literally. Um, well, after four episodes, the winner of the season is who? Okay, this might be a controversial... Controversial. But my ass is uh, rooting for Soa really badly. All right. I, you know, listen, I think arc-wise, it's very possible. I could see her on the rise and, and taking it. Um, I see her doing very well in this next challenge. I really am enamored with Paloma. I don't know if she's going to win, and I think it's going to make me mad that she doesn't win, but I really love Paloma. She's so fascinating, and her art is just fresh. I think, I think, I feel, I can, I can envision a top two in the finale. It would be Soa and Paloma. Or it's going to be just like Italia, and they're going to give it to the Grand Domin and be like, why? Because she's tall? who knows who knows well where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug yes you can find me on instagram at rootless underscore youth um and then you can also find me on tiktok because jeremy's making more tiktoks now yep at e jeremy t96 i can't wait to see your monkeypox vaccine line tiktok Oh, I'm making one. Oh, best believe. Best believe. It's going to be the who's who of who have I done. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be like, oh, I know you. Ooh, I don't. Oh, I do know you. 
I, I'm very excited for it. Uh, Jeremy, well, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I love being on this podcast. The biggest thanks to Jeremy for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 